0: Let's go.
1: Welcome to the Poptimist. It was a pleasure to speak to my old friend, Brian, for this episode. Brian, I knew from way back in the day in Maine. He's always been very supporting and very encouraging of all my projects and endeavors. He also used to frequently repair my 2000 Pontiac Grand Dam. Which got totaled, which is how I ended up leaving Maine. I got the money, I took it and, and ran and came down to Nashville. I've, I've told the story a couple times on the podcast. But today was a great episode. It was great to, uh, to catch up with him. It had been a couple of years since we've seen each other. I'm really proud of him and really proud of what he and Nicole are doing, driving cross-country in this van. Uh, they're living a different kind of lifestyle. And they're just kind of exploring. And it sounds like they're about to do some cool things when they get back home they're just on their way back home right now but enough talking uh you're about to hear a song by josh van Way called too high josh van Way is playing on the 3rd of may at the skylark lounge in denver with his band the soul tone so go check that out if you happen to be in denver here's a song
2: What's the problem? I'm too high. Too high. Yeah. What what'd you take? I can't feel anything. Your what? I can't feel
1: anything. Okay, what did you take? Weed? Yes. yes. Officers found the 22-year-old curled in a fetal position surrounded by Doritos, goldfish, crackers, and chips ahoy their cookies. Sounds, Sounds like, a, like joke, a joke, but it's, but it's not. not. a van right now
0: on it
1: or in it in in a van on a boat <laughs> um with nicole tesla real name and brian halsey
3: that's me
1: you're on a cross-country trip right now right yes
3: mm-hmm. truly
1: you're visiting nashville how long have you been out on the road for
3: Three months, I think.
0: Yeah, we left sometime mid-February. Uh,
3: yeah, three and a half months now, I think.
0: That's not correct. It's two months. Was it two months going on three?
3: Okay, two and a half months.
1: You started on the East Coast in Maine, where you live.
3: Actually, we started in Rhode Island.
1: You started in Rhode Island. Mm. Okay.
3: So when we left funny story not everything was done and it was very cold in Maine you remember how cold it gets
1: yes it gets very cold so
3: we left for Rhode Island like January 11th and basically we couldn't do the kind of work that we had to do in the yard anymore because it was sheer ice and we were falling down a bunch and swearing and uh yeah we still wanted to take a trip but we weren't done building so we scooted down to Coventry, Rhode Island, and we uh, did some more work.
1: Was it warmer down there?
0: A little bit. Yeah. It was. It was a really ambitious plan because the RV was a gift, and through uh, lack of time management, we didn't build it before winter. We didn't finish building it, but the intention was to leave Maine for the winter.
1: And you, you ended up leaving in January. You guys started... Building it out, though, what kind of condition was it in when you got it? It was
0: finished. Uh, Someone else had it. So it was someone else had it after the original owners. So it wasn't the original RV 1985 build, but it was uh, whoever had it after that. They had done some work to it and redone it and taken things out. But we gutted it and rebuilt the whole thing and put all all new systems in.
1: This is pretty nice. Like, this wood is really nice in here. I'll post, uh, I'll post pictures of it so people can see what we're talking about. But it is well done.
0: Thank you. This is actually milled by my... No close ups, my... please.
3: <laughs> What's that? No close-ups, please. <laughs> <laughs> so our,
0: my friend Carl Bickford in Maine, he, uh, he mills wood. He's, like, a six-year-old man. And, um, yeah, he cut all this wood for me. Like, I custom-ordered it, and... Mm-hmm. And it's not to be uh, pretentious or bougie, but maybe I am. But it meant a lot that it was a friend of mine. It was like a local person, local For sure. And
3: oh yeah, this is Maine pine. Yep.
1: Yeah. Wow, interesting. Yeah,
0: yeah it actually lo- it's really beautiful, and it holds up really nice. Like the back wall. Well, I I used to, I said the other day that it was the best part because it nev- nothing was ever wrong with it, and then one of the panels fell off, one of the planks of wood.
1: Uh, because the
0: heater's on it and everything's falling apart at this point. point two months in yeah. 5,000
1: miles wow yeah that's amazing so you guys have lived in this thing for 5,000 miles yeah it is absolutely incredible I mean just looking at it there's a fridge in here there is a heater in the very back there's a sink what was the coldest night that you spent in this?
3: uh the uh, we slept in it in Rhode
0: Island once No, it was really cold. We slept in it in Maine when we finished putting the bed and all that build in. Right. And that and that was cold, but we had an electric heater going all night. Mhm. Uh-huh. Um, but on our trip it was one of the first few days we were leaving it was snowing and we were in Connecticut or Pennsylvania and we woke Connecticut, up
3: Connecticut, yeah.
0: It's like 27 in here? Or was it
3: it, it, was, was it it was cold. It was below freezing. Yeah. We uh the first I think the first two days of the trip before we had gotten away, the water tank froze both nights.
1: Oh and no! We were
3: like, this can't keep happening. It
1: didn't,
3: thankfully. <laughs> we drove. We drove away enough that it stopped happening. But it was like minor catastrophes right away.
1: What happened when you guys hit that snowstorm? You said you hit one when you were leaving Connecticut. Oh man.
3: Um. Yeah. So that was. That was literally the second day we tried to drive. The first day we tried to drive, we just organized some things, and we went to Planet Fitness, and like...
1: I'm good, thank you.
3: Got a membership there, and we ended up working out for a couple of hours, and it was like 5 o'clock by the time we wanted to leave. So we drove like a, for an hour. We slept at a Walmart, and then we woke up the next morning, and not, not too promptly, it was like 8 in the morning or something, and we're, we're at the Walmart, and we go use the bathroom... That's what we have to do. Yeah. On the road. And um, we're like, we gotta get out of here before it starts snowing. And we're walking outside and it just slowly started snowing. So we got on the road and just drove into it and we had to slow down to about 30 miles an hour. And we did that all day long until Pennsylvania. Mm.
1: That's a long time. It was
3: like eight hours of driving that didn't need to <laughs> happen. <laughs>
1: You guys just started off your trip right up front with an obstacle that you mm. had to get through. Mm-hmm. What other obstacles have you faced so far that are like that? Just things are like, well, we just have to power through this and keep going.
0: Mm. I think Brian mentioned a few really big things already. One being going to the bathroom. So we chose not to put a bathroom in here um, because it's a one-room apartment. And taking a shit in here would be disgusting, even with a composting toilet, plus uh-huh. we have to manage that. Mm-hmm. So, it's just planning where to stay at night so you can wake up and go to the bathroom, which is a lot of Walmarts or uh, Planet Fitness, like we said. We joined that so we could use the facilities. Um,
1: Smart. Wow. Yeah, Very cra- crafty. Take your life. road
0: trick. work workout, too, if you need to burn some energy, if you drive a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're all over the country. There are some spots they're not, but... If it says no parking in the parking lot, no overnight parking. Don't park there. Yeah, but otherwise, if it doesn't say that, which most of them don't, you're good to go.
3: Right, and you're a member, so we we slept at a couple Planet Fitnesses, but we yeah. found we found some better places on the way since then. Yeah. But that's a good backfall, like fall back.
0: Yeah, but that's a big thing is bathrooms. But you just figure it out. Um, just have a little shovel too. We have a full-length shovel that we've never used. Uh, it's just been taking up space.
1: In case you have to shit outside and cover it up?
0: Yeah. Mm. Which oh, we definitely have had We've you. done that. Yeah, done that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like a cat. we <laughs> are <laughs> like little kitties. <laughs> we are considerate kitties. Yeah, uh, we bury it. Shitty, <laughs> considerate kitties. So you, you want to dig like six inches deep. hmm Yeah, I have a little collapsible shovel that I got from REI. This is great. And just... You're still laughing? You think that's funny? I think it's fucking <laughs>
3: hilarious. You yeah. got a big yard, man. It could happen to you.
0: <laughs> it's real life. So it's funny. Okay. Okay, so here's the thing. Like, you think like, oh my gosh, I want to go on a road trip. This van, this is so romantic. And then literally you're like, oh wow, we're right into it. And I have to take a shit. Like, what do I do? Mm-hmm. And so you are laughing right now, but you got to figure it out.
1: Yeah, you do.
3: You got to figure it out. And it's like... um, I guess it, we've gotten better at it. You just know your schedule and whatever, and you, you sleep in good spots. But uh, So you don't
0: have to poop outside. That's what he's saying. <laughs> right. we are not better at pooping outside. It's Were something you, that's happened, but there are so many... I'm t- better at
3: pooping outside. <laughs> it feels I've, good in the sure, right place. I've gotten more practice. But, uh, <laughs> man, you, think, you could think for a brief second, like, I'm tired of having to stop to pee. I'm going to stop drinking water. <laughs> like it can be that severe, but um,
0: keep drinking water.
3: Keep drinking water, yeah, and just get used to stopping. And
0: yeah, there are bathrooms all over the place, like bathrooms mm. in gas stations and Starbucks and pretty much anywhere. So yeah, yeah. There are toilets flushing every moment.
1: <laughs> That's what I learned being a rideshare driver. Yeah, mm. I know every good toilet to shit in across this entire city. <laughs> I know where the best bathrooms are with public access to them.
3: That's so true. That's awesome. That's
1: invaluable
3: knowledge,
0: man. Oh, yeah. I have
1: superior knowledge. You guys have superior knowledge of the whole country,
0: though. Uh, It's just been luck. There have been bathrooms we walked into, and it's like, Lord.
3: Yeah, there have been some terrible ones, and then, uh, yeah.
0: Let's get off this topic of shitting.
3: But I did want to (laughs) say, an important thing uh, related to that is... uh, It's weird because you can feel kind of embarrassed about sharing, like, things like that. Like, even laundromats. You'd be like, oh, man, I'd I'd rather use a washer and dryer inside of my house. But there's so much infrastructure out there. If you dig a little bit and you, uh, you don't have to own everything that you
0: use. Mm. Including toilets.
1: Including toilets. (laughs) Interesting. Yeah. I guess that's right.
0: Yeah. And you you just, um, maybe that has to do with another internal thing is space. Um, you have to get comfortable sharing with other people. So maybe you're ashamed to do your laundry in public, or it's less comfortable. But then, whoever you're traveling with, if you're traveling with someone, you have to be super comfortable with them.
1: I imagine so. For 5,000 miles, mm-hmm. you guys have been around each other this whole time. We've seen each
3: other naked. <laughs> At least. All sorts of stuff. <laughs> and
0: clothed. Um, yeah, that's a big one, working together and communicating. I don't know if a lot of people find this theme in their life or think about it, um, communicating with others and how you communicate and all that shit. But that definitely comes up if you don't want to get in a physical fight or break up. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you got to talk things out and be angry and like figure out how to deal with that. That's real.
1: That is real. It's not
0: a romantic. We've had plenty of romantic moments where it's like, oh my gosh, the two of us are here. We did it.
1: Definitely.
0: You look great. Whatever. But.
1: You guys are on an actual journey right now. Together. Headed towards... (laughs) towards (laughs) Through this genuine life experience.
3: (laughs) Spiritual.
1: Yeah.
0: Spiritual,
3: physical journey.
1: You're learning a lot about yourselves and...
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's a lot of what we don't want to do, too. So, uh... Brian's been pretty anxious to get back. He has a thing going in Maine. He's got his life going and... All sorts of goals. And, uh... So you gotta think about... I think you gotta think about that. It's not just like, oh, we're on a journey. It's like, what are we doing? And I... I wanted to take this RV on a trip once I got it. Because it just seemed to me like that was... It was, uh... In the cards. Like, it was meant to be... Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Yeah. So it's a journey. I mean, you figure stuff out, but... Maybe it helps you see home a little differently too, if you're trying to do that. I mean, we just drove back from the western, yeah, the western part of the U.S. and it was all desert, so there were no trees. So somewhere in Oklahoma, we saw trees like forests. Big stands of them. Yeah, on the sides of the highway.
3: Obviously, there's like scrubby trees once you get to Texas and everything like that. Mm. But forest, like home, like
0: yeah, woods. Oh, this looks like a
3: place I know.
1: Oh, really? Okay. So it was a familiarity.
3: Right, and you start to get excited about that because
0: it's different too.
3: It's been completely out of our minds, really. You see the landscapes
0: out west, and it's like alien. It's so vastly you know? different. U.S. It is, is so huge, and you drive through these places, <clears throat> and that's really crazy. Mm-hmm. A lot
1: of different terrains.
0: Yeah. Uh-huh.
1: A lot of different climates.
3: Truly, they're. Um, yeah, I mean, familiarity is nice, and, and just the feeling of home is super nice. But just. Uh, We've been in places that feel subtly, like, dangerous just because the environment is so different. You the, know, like... Yeah, the desert. You stop at a little rest stop in Texas, and it's like, stay out of the grass. There's rattlesnakes here. And yeah. It's oh, like, shit. Oh, that's something we have to think about? Like, yeah. Like, okay, thanks for the sign. Like, that's... Maybe we shouldn't be here at all? <laughs> it's like, I, mean, I don't want to look out for rattlesnakes, but, um... And just all the places in Arizona, man. The first... National park that we went to that was unplanned was the saguaros. Mm. It's these giant cactus. Like, it's a forest, basically. It's a cactus forest.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And um, we were there, and it was, like, 85 or something. In mid-March. And was, right. And it was, like, hot all of a sudden. Everything around you is spiky. Like...
0: Yeah, we hiked through the park. And there was a... Uh, there had been mountain lion sightings
3: sort of mountain lions in the park
0: and it was hot and dry and no shade
3: this is a wild place that you don't know how to deal with yet, and you're just suddenly here you drove for a couple of hours and you're entirely different place like geographically like you just don't know anything about it
0: that was an amazing thing was to go to all the parks have you been to national parks
1: i have yeah i've been to um I went on a couple as a kid because my family we drove from Florida all the way to Washington State. Oh damn,
0: that's a long drive.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. so we went, and then we did Washington State all the way to Maine.
0: Damn, how many was it? How many siblings do you
1: have? Uh, it was just it was just me. I I have uh two sisters though. Um. But, yeah, we did that drive, and we went, and we stopped at different places across the U.S. And I can't remember which ones we stopped at. I know, it's not a national park, but we went to, like, the battle, where the Battle of Little Bighorn was. Mm. And we went to a couple of other places like that that were, like, historic. We went to mm-hmm. Mount Rushmore.
0: Mm. monument, National monuments. Yeah yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. So, I've I've seen national monuments. That's, that's what we mm-hmm. did. There's...
0: So much to see. Yeah,
1: there is. There's a lot to America. Like, there's a lot of land. It's a big place. Land,
0: yeah, definitely. When you get out west to a certain point, I think halfway through Texas, you realize there's a lot of land because it gets really expansive for a while without cities or towns in between.
3: Mm Mm-hmm. Sometimes features at all. Like, there's no... It's featureless. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Like Kansas? Flat. We didn't drive through Kansas.
3: Yeah. Texas is definitely like that, though, in spots.
0: Yeah.
3: You'll notice just miles and miles of, like, fence, and then nothing
0: Nothing beyond that.
3: Just like, okay, this is my dirt here, and stay out.
1: That sounds like some remote, scary-ass Texas places. (laughs) Like Texas Chainsaw Massacre.
0: Yeah, you just don't think about that shit. We might have
3: not taken the best roads. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Our top speed's around 55. (laughs) 60 miles an yeah, hour. Yeah, so
0: when you see someone going that slow on the highway, just maybe think they don't want to do that. <laughs> they have no choice. Right. <laughs> just don't be mad at them, really. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But the parks are great, and that's been a big source of our destinations, going to those parks, and we pay for an annual pass. Um, I'm not getting paid by the parks, but I love them. Uh, we saw some really cool stuff. There's
3: you really only have to visit four for it to pay for itself. yeah. So we did that, like, in the first couple of days, like,
0: it's first week or so. $80, so $40 each, and then we can go into any national park. Most of them don't have free overnight camping, but we can just roll in and stay till they close. It's a really good way to spend a day. Yeah, it's sure. awesome. See some awesome, awesome sights.
1: Take a break, get out in nature.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. hike around.
1: totally. As opposed to just being confined. that's. I imagine that's something that really kind of helped balance you out along the way, too. Mm.
0: Yeah, we actually know someone now um, who mm-hmm. lives in their van. They they work and they live in their van, and they they spend a lot of time in there. I think he has a pretty sweet setup, and he works on his computer and he listens to podcasts and like it's tech oriented. Mm. But uh, you know, everyone's different. That would drive me insane to be inside such a small space all the time.
1: Hmm. Yeah. So. As a workspace.
0: As a workspace and a living space that like he lives and works in a van, imagine being in a space sm- slightly smaller than this mm-hmm. all yeah, day, every day.
3: It's definitely ambitious to be in a space this big only. Mm. So it's like, even though it looks like it's pretty built out and everything, it's pretty much the minimum stuff that we need because mm-hmm. I mean, there's just no room for anything else. Yeah,
0: you really pare down. Um, that's
1: all. <laughs> you really have to evaluate what's important to you. Totally. What do you actually need?
3: Yeah. Totally. And, and what do you, if you're not sure, find somewhere to hide it. Yeah.
0: See
3: if you ever get it.
0: Yeah. Or also, what do you want to be surrounded with? So I talked about getting the boards milled for the ceiling. Uh-huh. And that was that was it for me. This like, is
1: a piece of home. Of actually of home.
0: It's a piece of home. It's a piece of real live wood. It was a tree somewhere close to... Yeah, somewhere close to where I lived. It was just... You know, it's not coming from the Home Depot, but, uh, you know, that's what I want to surround myself with is I I invested in um, material that I felt good about buying, like raw wood that I put a really natural finish on. Um, yeah, I just tried to do that because it's such a small space. You want to fill it with the things that make you feel healthy and well.
1: It's beautiful. There's lights in here. Did you do the electrical work for this?
3: Mm-hmm. I did all the electrical
1: stuff. Wizard. He That's, is a wizard. It's magic. <laughs> Putting out wow, look at these. Wow, There, there's these lights, lights underneath this wood here. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's LED light.
1: Wow, this is really incredible. This is so well crafted. I'm very impressed. The more I look at it, the more I like it.
0: Oh. This is fan. really
1: cool. Yeah.
0: Yeah, my what mom. A, would really you built be this
1: willing
3: house? to uh, put it for sale? posting uh, <laughs> 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 it is for sale the project van no no no, no. no. I'm gonna we're, um, we're not selling
0: it I'm keeping it for now for now
1: the cabinets look great too where did the cabinets come from and we built them you built the cabinets yeah mm-hmm.
0: yeah so, so I that think was, Nicole
3: made all the cabinets actually
0: I might have actually built all the cabinets oh except wow except the pull out cabinets
3: mm-hmm. so we our, had some help with the drawers but
0: yeah so our Brian's friend well your friend Nate yeah. Uh, he owns VanCraft out in Oceanside, where they. It's a company, you can look them up. You can uh, Instagram. Yeah. They Hashtag rent van their, life. Hashtag van life. There it is. They rent out camper vans. Oh, and, uh,
1: wow. This is all our food. Did you make that too?
0: Yeah, so Brian was inspired by Nate's cabinet because yeah. he has a pull out pantry, so Brian built uh, that.
1: Apple cider vinegar, of course.
0: <laughs> okay, that's the, not all The this essential. essential. Wait, to close this. Wait.
1: There's a, no, there's a lot of food in there. Tuna?
0: Um, it's essentials. I mean, you think about it, so, you know, we weren't. A
1: lot of dry foods?
0: Yeah, it's like, the money I spent was spent on, um, building this out, and of course we have to have some travel money, but.
1: (laughs) Spices? You have a, you have a freaking spice rack in here? Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Pull out spice rack, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you want to cook. So we have a stove and an oven that came with the RV. Oh,
1: I didn't even see that.
0: Yeah, that's the original 85. Yeah. What's the brand? I don't even know what it is. Wedgewood. 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 Yeah, great. Propane stove. We cook on the... We definitely make breakfast every day. Mm-hmm. And um, we've gotten good at sandwiches for lunch.
3: Yeah. It's uh, simple things,
0: but... I, I ripped that off.
3: We get to, like... So
0: as we are saying that, we're pushing one of the cabinet faces onto the cabinet because I just pulled it (laughs) off. So things break. I mean, (laughs) a lot of repairs to make when we get back. Mm -hmm.
1: Does it get hot in here with the
0: The heater on? Yeah.
1: What about with the oven on? Does it get hot from the oven? We
0: haven't haven't baked yet. We haven't run too much in the oven. Um, We turned it on a couple times and it definitely warmed it up. Yeah. Yeah.
1: How about the stove? Does it make it hot in here?
0: It makes it warmer, yeah, I think, sort of. but we're usually in here, so it's hard to say.
1: Okay, very uh, nice.
0: We have we have two fans, like one that's running right now, it's pulling air in, and we have another one that blows it out, so we can circulate, and like the windows help. Good circulation,
3: and I guess for the most part, we well we most frequently cook in the morning, and mm. the heat is usually welcome. Mm-hmm. You know, it's never mm-hmm. like oh man, we don't want to make
0: breakfast; it's too hot. Well, yeah, we, we haven't had been that. in that situation it's yet.
1: Only oh, yeah. Yeah, it's only April. Oh yeah. Boring, so.
0: So I'm going to live in this in the summer in Maine, and uh, I imagine I'll, I will I want to get a grill for outside because I'll be parked so I can set up a little differently, mm-hmm. and having a grill set up outside, and um, probably a fan to yeah. run at night if it's hot, just to keep that vent going. Right. I
3: think that's one of the things that could be done better is just uh, if you're taking any sort of long trip in a big vehicle, have some infrastructure to go outside. Like get in on it, totally. get a pop up, bring some chairs, oh, sit up outside because okay.
0: Well wait a second. Yeah, we didn't do any of that and that's
3: what I would do differently.
0: But also we've been parked in a lot of parking lots and places for like one night at a time, so
3: mm-hmm.
0: another great van living point is uh you don't you don't really know unless you're unless you know. Hmm. That was vague. If you're staying with friends and you know you have a camping spot to get there you might be parked in parking lots or places that you can't pee outside or set up a grill in the parking lot. Like, you really shouldn't set up in Walmart or anywhere like that and, like, cook outside and put your chairs outside. <laughs> you just travel through. You're trying to be discreet. And also, like, at, at times you are.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: We also don't want, like, random people being like, hey, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, Marjorie. No Knowing where yeah. you're fucking living. But you're in Walmart, so, like, yeah. someone might ask you if you do that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, we were stopped in California for a few weeks because... We were there working, and uh, that was the only time we were really able to like, since we left, be mm-hmm. settled.
3: Well, we were in New Orleans for a week, and oh yeah,
0: luckily that was our friends
3: one. had some outso- outside furniture because that the environment calls for it. So we were able to hang out with them outside.
0: You know? Yeah, that was nice. We they made it for Mardi Gras. How was it? It was really fun. Mardi Gras, a trip, yeah. So we we had timed it. We didn't even mean to, but we got there the Wednesday before Mardi Gras day.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. As we were headed down into... Um, <laughs> where were we?
0: We were leaving Virginia, and our roof was leaking. We were in Alabama. Were we in... Oh, yeah, we were in Alabama. We were in Alabama,
3: and we were, we discovered that Mardi Gras wasn't over. We and did And it yeah. was like... We had a couple of options in front of us. We were like, well, we could go rock climbing tomorrow in, in Arkansas. Yep. Or we can go to... Just blast down New Orleans for Mardi Gras, and the difference. And we looked at the, te- we looked at the temperatures, <laughs> and Mar- in Lu- Louisiana it was like 75, 80. and then it was supposed to be getting freezing rain. In Arkansas, so we were like, duh, like there's, it's not even a question. We're gonna go to where it's warm.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're not gonna. The whole point of the trip. Yeah.
0: Right. Yeah, to find the warm, to get away from the winter. So it still rained on us, and our roof still leaks, but it, it was seventy five, but- so that was good. Well, it got a little cold, but yeah, it was mm-hmm. warm.
1: How was New Orleans? What was that like?
3: Well, we had a row of containers on the floor to catch trips.
0: Uh, New Orleans, the city, <laughs> yeah, awesome. New Orleans is magical. It has this crazy um, something in the air, literally, with like the live oaks and the old architecture and just this vibe downtown. It's not even downtown, but just all through it. Like as you drive through, I've been there a couple times now. It's super cool, non-Mardi Gras season. It's just a funky place, and it's a real city. It's not it's not whitewashed. There's crime going on. There's people doing things, living regular lives. Like, you know, it's cool.
1: It is not a gentrified place.
0: There are parts of it that are. And there is still, like, downtown. Like, downtown for Mardi Gras is pretty, you know, I've heard a little tourists go there.
1: Yeah, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm.
0: We walked there. It was fun, but, yeah, there are people doing cool shit out there, too.
1: There's an element of lawlessness there, right?
0: Oh, yeah.
1: A
3: little bit, yeah. You, definitely. You can definitely like drink in public and
0: <laughs> get shitty with it. Yeah.
3: I suppose. Yeah. I mean, it's sort of encouraged. Like they they have festivals, you know, street festivals.
1: So. Did you see anything spooky while you were there?
0: Uh, each other. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Very spooky. We saw some things we're not supposed
1: to talk about.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, let's. Well, let's leave it out. Let's just leave it out completely.
1: <laughs> okay. You just we... go
0: to New Orleans and find out for yourself. Like, there's some, every time I've gone, I've had a different experience. And I think that, and then right before we went, we were in Asheville. Yeah. And I got a list of bars to check out or, like, cool places from this cool bouncer who just moved there from New Orleans. And uh, I don't even think we looked at the list. I, I mean, yeah. Yeah, we
3: didn't even go. If we went to any of those places, it was by accident. Yeah, we're we just... didn't look at it. We cruised around, saw what there was to see. We literally Looked ran into shops.
0: yeah, we like ran into friends physically that I haven't seen since college on the street corner, and they're like, "Come this way with us," and we're like, "Okay." So you never know. It's cool. It's, you should definitely check it out. Mm-hmm. Everyone should check it out New Orleans. I want to
1: check it out. It yeah. seems it seems like a cool place. There's a lot of cool music there.
0: Mm-hmm. We didn't see any music, did we? Yeah. Oh, we saw that cover band. Remember the last night? It was like. Anyways. Hover band? Was that a cover band? I
3: don't remember. We went to a a funny bar for about ten minutes. That was all musical themed, and there was some people in the car. <laughs> there were people singing along and like mouthing along to some show tunes. Show tunes. It was a show tune. <laughs> what really?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Brian was wearing a Marie Antoinette wig, so he fit right in. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was very theatrical. <laughs> uh.
1: What? Where was your next uh, destination after New Orleans?
0: Oh my gosh. Well, that's when the frame broke.:
3: Yeah, that sort of that was... where were we? Heading? A little out of the know. way, and then so New Orleans, we left. we got some fried chicken.:
0: I think our plan was to go. We had this whole route plan to travel through New Mexico from the southeast mm. up, and we were going to go to, um, four
2: to Santa Fe.
0: We were, yeah, we were going to go to the four corners, um, Mesa Verde. And then we're going to go into Utah, Bryce Canyon, Zion, um, and not in that order, um, necessarily. Where else were we going to go? Grand Staircase, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Moab, and then we're going to go down into Arizona and maybe go to the Grand Canyon and then over to California. Um, And on our way to get fried chicken, our frame broke. So then we went right to California. Well, we didn't go right there, but then we were like, "Oh, we have to go there to fix the rest of the RV."
3: Right. So we stopped in Lafayette, Louisiana. Like we drove a couple hours outside of the city, and then we we're like, "We got to stop and get this thing fixed." So we spent a day making phone calls and being generally discouraged. We talked to some people about shipping the RV back home,
0: mm. and it
3: was like Eight twice the budget for our trip. Yeah. So we were like, that's not happening because then, you know, it's over. So I found a nice guy on Craigslist who was a mobile welder, and and uh, we got it pretty much taken care of. But the quality of things was degrading pretty quickly, so we kind of hurried pretty quickly to California so that we could actually have some space to work on it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we needed to get some um, brands mechanics, so we, well, you know that.
1: Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Boy, do I ever. Yeah, that's <laughs>
0: super handy to travel with a mechanic.
1: With, uh, <laughs> yeah, no kidding. That's, that's a great life skill. Everyone yeah,
0: should. Actually. Yeah. I might actually offer it as a
3: service. <laughs>
1: <laughs> travel with Brian. <laughs> I'll just,
3: you can just take me with you. I'll go. Where are you going?
0: Um, I'll fix
1: your shit. Well, actually,
0: <laughs> Brian's talking about doing uh, classes for people back in Maine.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: I think that's the actual next trajectory.
1: Really? For I, teaching them how to do...
3: I want to teach basic maintenance. I want to start a small class. I don't know how... It's going to be manageable at first, so maybe five people. But I want people to bring their own cars. And I want to I want to teach people how to identify things on different...
1: Genius vehicles. idea.
3: Different vehicles, you know? Like yeah. One guy brings their Honda Accord. Someone else brings a minivan. It's like these are what things are, and this is how different they can look on different vehicles. Mm. Wow. That way there's, like, a... I hope it gives people a good understanding of things, you
1: know? I think that's a great idea, dude. Mm. That's totally, like, a thing that you would do.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I've been thinking about it a little
0: bit, but, yeah. Interesting. It's really empowering to think about taking a class like that and even if you can't fix it, knowing what's going on. Oh, it was a fan belt. That fan belt is broken. Mm-hmm. I know what that is. I know how to Just what to, to be a little it.
3: versed in it, because obviously okay. I want people to pay me for my knowledge. Sure. Also, I want, I want to avoid it when it's not necessary. Mm. You know, because not everybody has the money to do everything they want.
1: No, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> not very often do you ever. Yeah. yeah. You've always been my friend who's been the, the best... At that, though. You've always just figured shit out, and you haven't had a job in a while, right?
3: It's been a while. I, I've i definitely helped some friends with, like, odd jobs and, sure.
1: like,
3: you know, recurring work, but not, I mean, it's two years now? Oh. It's been time. two years since I've gotten an official paycheck, so.
0: But Brian's a mechanic. He works for himself.
1: Yes. Yeah. You have a life just, skill.
0: Yeah, he's not just living a transient, <laughs> not just workless life. Which is although uh, the
3: trains pretty much go everywhere.
0: Oh, we have this luck of being parked near <laughs> trains all the time. <laughs> it's not, I don't know why it's just like we hear them blaring like.
1: Ehh. You will definitely hear one tonight. There's one close by. Nice.
0: Yeah, it should be. We're here. That's our luck. Uh, yeah, it's interesting. That's something that comes up too, for us. It did at least. Uh, like thinking about the future, and I don't, like, you know, existentially, like, what am I doing with my life, and, uh... Wow! It's, yeah, it's, like, this idea, I don't know what people think, maybe, I had an idea about adventure, because I've done a cross-country trip again, excuse me, before, uh-huh. but, uh, if you think, like, I'm gonna travel, and what, so the parks give you a purpose, right, like, if you're going somewhere, if you know someone in the state, or you're, like, going to see a thing, but if you just think you're gonna, like, drive around, and when you are driving around, because that's what we are doing, not people we think like, what am I doing? Why? Mm-hmm. And
3: a lot of times
0: what's next. Yeah. I probably just said it three times in a row because it's true. Um, so, but it's, it can be empowering. Like Brian's given that thought and I've definitely thought about things that I want to do and going forward in life. Um, but this gives me the freedom to do it because now I'm going to move into this vehicle back in Maine and then work a steady job and not pay rent.
1: That's a great idea.
0: Mm, yeah, well, I'm going to be living on a lady's property who I'm working for. I'm going have to work out the details there, so... I okay. Have, otherwise, I might have to, like, pay a friend to park in their yard, cause Sure. courteous. But, uh... Wow. Oh.
1: You guys have had a genuine life experience.
0: Yeah. Well, we experience life every day we're awake
1: <laughs> and paying attention. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. that's true, too.
3: Uh, yeah, had a lot of time and like hmm. the desire to analyze how things are going and you know what's the point. Yeah. I think um I don't know what I think. I don't know at all.
0: I guess uh I'm ready to debunk some things for people if they want things debunked like
1: Yes, please do. Yeah. About living in a van. About Crush
0: living in a some van. of the rumors. Um yeah, okay. First off is bathrooms. We talked about that. Um, working, communicating with, with your partner, whoever you're traveling with. <clears throat> Having a purpose, finding a destination. Uh, what else is there? What are like practical things? Well, now that we're talking about them, I don't know any of them. What do people want to know about? Parking. Parking. We talked about that.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I got one for you.
0: Mm.
3: The glamour. It's all about the glamour.
0: The Planet
1: Fitnesses. (laughs) Yeah. Where did they, where was the Planet Fitness power ranking? Was there like (laughs) one that was really nice and then some that were shittier and like lower quality?
0: Kind of. Yeah, and they're spread out because they're not where you'd expect them to be. Like the one in, where were we, Tucson, Arizona. It doesn't allow overnight parking, but it was pretty swank. So that gets a low rating because we couldn't park there. Um, <laughs> and there was one in Jackson City, Tennessee? Johnson City. Johnson City.
3: Well, a lot of times they were, like, in, um, kind of mall-ish areas, like yeah. the commerce centers and things like that, and they were pretty noisy, but if you find, like, a dark corner of the parking lot,
1: then they're, they're Okay.
0: But also the people in there are nice. The one in uh, New Mexico, of Roswell, we got stuck there because mm. there was a tornado or like a cyclone coming through. Oh, so
1: shit. In the desert?
0: Yeah. yeah. We, we like happened. We drove. It was aliens. Yeah. <laughs> the aliens saved us. Well, they saved us.
3: They saved us. Pretty, we, they watched over us.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we hid behind a Planet Fitness because the wind was blowing southwest and mm. that the building buffered us.
3: Wow, yeah. smart. Yeah, the thing would have got blown apart if we didn't. Oh, but. yeah, yeah, real. were blowing
0: down. Everything was closed, like like the plastic McDonald's sign or whatever like ripped down off the Shattered plastic the part. Lot. yeah, it was crazy. So
3: how yeah. fast
1: were the winds flying?
3: Up, it was uh, seventy one to eighty gusts well, mile per hour gusts, and then it was like forty five actually is what it ended up being. Oh, is
0: that true? Oh, where so. we were in Roswell, Roswell apparently is in a bowl. That's what the lady at Planet Fitness told me. So they don't get hit with storms very hard. But around us, there are up to 80 mile per hour winds. Like, mm-hmm. some areas, it was bad. We were, And we were freaked out. I was really freaked out the night before because um, we couldn't see on the map where we were. It was just a general map of New Mexico, so we didn't know if we were in the red zone. But
3: yeah, right. So it was showing, like, a like danger potential map, you mm-hmm. know, like... A, it was, like, the dark red areas are most affected, but it didn't list any towns. hmm I
0: mean, It wasn't on the news for some reason? And there was, like,
3: a... If I remember correctly, there was, like, a spot sort of in central New Mexico that was, like, less affected. And then everything outside of that was, like, bad news. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we didn't know if we were, like, on the border of that or whatever, you know? Like, it just wasn't clear enough. So we were, like, uh, can we run this or... Where would we even go?
0: So that plant fitness gets a good rating because the ladies told us we were fine and they Mm -hmm. knew. They actually were paying attention, I think, because there wasn't much going on. They knew right away we were living in the RV.
3: Uh Parked in front of the place. Yeah, and they were were like... Glass front, you know? Yeah.
0: They They asked us questions. They they were nice. They could see the whole parking
3: lot and they're like, we have the biggest vehicle there. (laughs) One of the girls knew right away and she's like that's so cool, and she, we talked for a while, and she mm-hmm. was really nice, but...
0: What were we talking about? Oh, um... <laughs> carving ice carving. with chainsaws, mm-hmm. and having popsicles made, anyways. And something about milk, probably. Oh, no, it was oil. Oil popsicles from the chainsaw. Oh, right. <laughs> Sick. Yeah, it ended up getting pretty strange, but
3: she was fun yeah. to talk to, okay. and, um... Oh, she gave us the lowdown on a a town that we were, like, trying to go to as well, and she's like, I'm from there. Oh, Truth and
0: Consequence. Sounds cool. That's in New Mexico. Truth or Consequences, New Mexico.
1: That's the name of the town? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's, like, some Old West shit. Mm -hmm. I feel like it has some kind of history to it.
0: Apparently, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of meth going on there. A lot of people doing meth, so she said avoid Truth and
1: Consequence. Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm.
3: She said nothing to see
1: there, so.
2: Wow. avoided
3: that. Yeah. Planet Fitness was good for the first half of the trip. We really haven't stayed at one for months.
0: Yeah, month once and a half. once we got to um, Oceanside, we were kind of posted in one area, generally. Mm-hmm. So there was no Planet Fitness for us to go to without
3: mm-hmm. driving the
0: RV 40 minutes, and we weren't doing that.
3: Yeah, we didn't drive much there at all. We rode our scooters around. hmm That was fun.
1: What is Nate's
0: operation like there? <laughs> Slave labor. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh,
3: brutal. He's got a little, like, a little shop space. He's uh-huh. got an indoor wood shop, and he has a an outdoor lot, but he's, for the folks that don't know, he's building out these sprinter vans um, as, like, a trip experience. You can buy them if you want, but he sells many, uh, few, very few of them, four every month or two, I think. Mm-hmm. But you can rent them and uh, and check out if you want to be in a really small space and adventuring... Especially, you know, with someone else or solo or just seeing if it's right for you.
0: We had so much fun. We went with them in one of their vans to Red Rock, Las Vegas. Red Rock Canyon. Yeah, beautiful park. Awesome climbing.
1: Is it a national park?
0: Uh Mm
3: Uh-huh. Yeah. And it's 20 minutes outside of downtown Vegas. No, really. 40 minutes. 40?
0: Yeah, but it's awesome. Yeah, to not be in Vegas and be in Vegas. Uh, It was super cool. Mm. But we... The four of us drove in the Sprinter van from California. There, that was four hours, and then they have rooftop tents that you can rent and put on top of the van. Essential. And mm-hmm. it has this funny. It's like going into a tree house. Has a ladder that comes down to the ground.
1: Yeah. It really. Wow. So, yeah. Ryan and I slept any pictures up there. Of it,
0: we, we have a a picture we took of ourselves inside of inside the tent of the in the morning, tent, yeah. but you can't see that we're in a tent. But. Uh, Yeah, it was really fun. So we slept up there, and they slept in the van in the back, and we cooked dinner the night before, kind of like with the grill outside. So it was an inside-outside, chilling, cooking, eating. Um, We'd breakfast there. We made sandwiches on the road, like while we were driving. Mm
2: -hmm. It was awesome.
0: Yeah, so people who want to do stuff like that, Nate's um, only in Oceanside right now. That's his only rental location. But, um, yeah, it's tight. It's fun to do trips. Like this would be cool if it drove faster and wasn't so huge and my house, and we could just do trips in it.
1: Take it on the road somewhere for the weekend or something. Yeah.
3: Yeah, short trips. Like we've had to make, we've had to make a long trip into short trips, and it's worked out a lot of times, and mm. sometimes been un- uncomfortable. But um, we've definitely been surprised. And fortunate to stop in some of the places we've stopped when we felt like we just needed to, you know, take a break. And there's been some nice stuff, but uh, yeah. It's
1: what's been good? What's been your favorite memory so far on this trip?
0: Mm. Hiking in the Saguaro Desert. That was on my birthday. That was awesome.
3: Mm-hmm. We had exquisite pancakes on a little picnic table outside and for breakfast and then uh Mm -hmm. it was the first really sunny day you know we just its
0: hot finally
3: we wore like the smallest outfits we had and we got sunburned (laughs) and it was like we are that was uh one of the first times that i was really glad to be away you know i just knew that it was snowy and and not ideal to stay in maine and it just—it was so different all at once. It felt like this. Okay, this is why we left. Mm. You know, it was like the most different place we could be at the time.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then rock climbing at Rhymer's Ranch, and outside of Austin,
3: mm-hmm. Dripping Springs, Texas.
0: Dripping Springs. Oh my gosh, it's all good barbecue. Shout out. Shout out. They,
3: Shameless plug. We—they're not paying us, but
0: I will eat their brisket. No other brisket is good like mm-hmm. theirs. Get it
1: moist. That's what Texas is famous for, the beef barbecue. Mm-hmm.
0: They um they do it thick, let's put it that way.
1: I'm sure everything <laughs> is bigger in Texas. <laughs> it was
0: oh, good. Yeah. That was delicious. But that climbing was really awesome. That was a beautiful place.
3: At yeah, Mellon. and even the park there, Pace Bend, that was a super nice stay. As oh well. yeah,
0: we stayed there. That was the only We park stayed on
3: a little lake there, I
0: think. We paid to stay there. It was fifteen dollars a night, which is pretty expensive for us. That's the only place we've paid to stay.
1: Hmm.
0: The it whole was trip. worth it.
3: Totally. We stayed two nights, right?
0: Yeah, we liked it so much. We stayed the next day, the next night. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it was awesome.
3: That is the only place we've paid
0: to stay. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we've not that on a dime.
1: Wow. Mhm.
0: Cheap motherfuckers.
1: That's Cheap. actually really impressive. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
1: You've only paid for two nights to stay on your whole trip, and you've been gone for four months. Yeah. Or yeah. And so. It
3: was pretty much choice. We went because when we cruised back through Austin we just slept on like, in a neighborhood on the side of the
0: street. Oh yeah, we did. Yeah. Yeah, and uh for my birthday I really wanted to get a hotel room and champagne because you know, that feels good to do once in a while. Yeah. But it was just too much money. It was it was a lofty dream that didn't we just decided not to do it. Hmm. It we... sounds
1: like you're happy with the way it turned out
0: though. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, we ended up at the desert instead, hiking around. It was good.
3: Yeah, that was a special day. Mm. Um, Yeah, that was one of the memorable moments for me, for sure. I liked, uh, I really liked biking in New Orleans, though, too. Mm -hmm. They have a really nice bike trail and, and the greens, and it goes right through the center of the city. And as Nicole mentioned earlier, like the live oaks or something else, the crazy big droopy trees, like over all the streets in these nice neighborhoods with, I mean, I don't know the history, but they're. The buildings have been there for a while, and they look. Yeah. It looks like a different world, you know.
1: Looks yeah. Like
3: actual history and culture.
1: It's has a strong European influence there. That's the way everything looks. I think I think it was the French and the mm-hmm. Spanish who settled mm-hmm. the yeah. city.
0: Yeah, houses unlike any anywhere else. Super pretty. Super.
1: So what's next? What's next on your on your trip home? Are you going to be stopping other places, or are you just kind of going with the flow?
0: We don't have a choice. <laughs> I think the RV chooses for us.
1: Like, <laughs> ah, okay. Uh,
0: anyway, we've done some long driving days. It just gets exhausting. And then there's a great app called iOverlander, which mm-hmm. actually we learned through Nate. And it shows you, it's user-submitted places to camp, so you can put in filters and... One of the filters is a paid for pay paid-by-the-night camping spot.
3: Mm-hmm. There's a filter
0: for a free camping spot. It might be people putting Walmart parking lots.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, but Neighborhood others, streets. And yeah, all over. places to be.
0: Yeah, there are places downtown. There's actually a place up the street from here we already looked. It's um, by some, boat it's like landing. where the river comes out and gets bigger.
1: Oh, it's like right okay. Yeah. yeah,
0: it's the boat landing. Yeah,
1: something like that. So it's a uh, website that tells you where it's good to park your van. It's an app,
3: yeah. Yeah. And it's user submitted. So it's if you stay somewhere that you want other people to know about, you submit something.
1: It's like ways for van life. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Did you run into any other van lifers out on the road?
0: None that we really connected with or that we talked to personally. One lady came up to me in the parking lot and we high fived and chatted for a split second. She lived in a van. She said, "Cool rig." Uh, we uh, we banner talk. Yeah, no, but I mean, most of the time you're doing your own thing. I don't know, that's the that's was our that culture. In Arkansas? No, that was in Roswell that she oh, like, got the high five.
3: Roswell.
0: Yeah, I think um, that's our culture now is we don't know how to talk to each other, anyways, and we're all so wrapped up in our own lives and private and bullshit. Um. But also, you want your privacy, and you want to respect other people's privacy, so it's like, we've seen, we told you earlier, we saw two other dolphins while we were in um, California, uh-huh. and it's kind of like, eh, you want to wave at them and everything, but yeah. I wouldn't go up to them and be like, hey, yeah, can I come in, like, what's up, or there was the dolphin parked behind us, and I really hoped the guy didn't come up to our window while we were eating our lunch, and... <laughs> Try to chat with us because I didn't want to chat with him at that time.
1: Um, no, um, yeah. And, and i were,
0: he did There were
3: plenty of times too when someone would just like come up to us and be like, "This is what you're doing. This thing's so cool." And um, kind of instinctually, I'd want to tell them the bad things about it too because it's just <laughs> so like romanticized and and like glamorous, you know, from Instagram. Uh uh-huh. mm-hmm. And there are glamorous things about it, no doubt, but it's not all good.
0: I think Brian and I are I've here. Been
3: pretty eager to tell people about that.
0: Our mission, part of our mission of life might be to shoot the people straight. So when people are like, oh my god, that's cool, we're like, no, 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 it's you not. You want to see my pee? It's, <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's in a jar. You have a pee jar?
0: We may oh, yeah. have some pee jars, yeah.
1: Sometimes you just got to pee in a jar. It's
0: real life.
3: Sometimes meaning every
0: day. At first it wasn't. <laughs> At first we were modest about our peeing, and we tried to time it out and not drink water. But then you get real with yourself, and you're like, i got to drink water.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: and I gotta
0: pee, and the easiest thing is to pee in this jar, I mean, I mean, it's sanitary, we're not just, like, making mayo in it afterwards, but, uh, (laughs) yeah, yeah, that
3: definitely never happened,
0: (laughs) no, it didn't, but, you know, you keep it clean, you keep your systems up to date, it's like, like, rinse your jar, yeah, that is,
3: it's like, uh, so, a thought that I've had a few times is about the freedom of it all, because everybody sees the freedom aspect, Mm -hmm. right, and they're like, you can do whatever you want, you don't have rent, blah blah blah, and I was like thinking about it a bit, and I I wondered when the last time I got in like an argument about clean water and if you're in a house, you probably never, you know, you probably never it never comes up, but um, it adds some simple stresses, like the bathroom thing, but also is it like a good spot to stop and cook some food, is Mm -hmm. it am I able to get clean water anywhere without buying jugs of water and then mm-hmm. having tons of bottles and, like, it's just easier to be wasteful, I guess, you know, because you don't have your systems in place. They're not streamlined.
1: And uh, You're and learning on like the that. fly while you're doing all of this. That's what this whole trip has been. It's just mm-hmm. kind of adapting to whatever the situation is oh. and riding whatever the wave is. Yeah. Yeah. It's giving you no other option.
3: So... Yeah, we set our hierarchy of needs back at the beginning, you know. So
0: I think it's important to, for everyone, if you're willing to do it and if you're able to do it, to think about your resources. Uh, if you have the opportunity to live in a small space, like on a boat, or just take a weekend trip with a five-gallon jug of water and see how far that gets you, it's like, not to torture yourself. <laughs> <laughs> like, try it out. No, but really, it's like... I'm going to guess two days. So to what? do dishes takes so much water and we have a we can only fill our tank halfway because it's too heavy Uh (laughs) to fill it oh wow the whole way yeah so we have (laughs) oh excuse me bless you 12 gallons of water at a time maybe yeah roughly and we have a filter so we can drink it so we have 12 gallons of water to drink do dishes wash our hands like whatever we need to do so it's pretty before we have to fill it again and it takes six nine gallons to well it takes 12 gallons to fill it so that's four Mm fill-ups because we have three one-gallon jugs
3: we probably use a gallon each a
0: day Mm -hmm. just with washing our hands and dishes and drinking at least yeah
1: where do you get this water from is it just random places that you stop along the way
0: at first we were stopping in in planet fitness we were just like i would shamelessly fill four water bottles like big hydro flasks and put them in my bag and Uh come out and then go back in and do it again um just be nice say hi to people Hey I'm just getting water Yeah I don't give a shit Water's free here
1: Yeah
3: mm-hmm. We It was like pretty Organized in the beginning Because we would mm. s- Sleep out of Planet Fitness And sometimes we'd go in Before we went to sleep And like stretch or whatever And get some water And then we would go again In the morning Sometimes And maybe work out And then get some more water And stretch and shower And whatever else Like that You know So we could do it We could get some water Before we went to bed And then right when we woke up again
0: yeah. Now it's we did been that
3: a little
0: bit, but Yeah, now it's been just wherever we can. Um, once again, National Parks for the win. A lot of times they have faucets or fix mm-hmm. like what are those ground pump things? Ground taps. Like yeah, the I mean, thing where a, you have to like fixture. Yeah, you lift the lever up. Uh huh. Yeah. They have those. Yeah. Um so yeah, we figured Camp, it out I like US. I like your pumping action. You is really, that what it is, right? No, it's not a pump one, it's like the blue spigot. You see them on farms. And it just has a lever, mm-hmm. and you pull up the lever.
1: Oh, and it just goes. It stays uh-huh. in
0: place, and then the water comes out, and you push it back down. It's some sort of pump. We haven't hand pumped water yet.
1: <laughs> to. I would love to, See, you're you're setting the record straight already. I have this ro- <laughs> romantic image of everywhere you go, it's like you have to work for you have the to water. The we well. have to mine the water from Earth.
0: We have a bucket with us, and a fifty foot rope, and a dowel. And so every time we mine the water, we have to send the bucket down, <laughs> pull it up. It's exhausting.
3: Yeah, and we spill about half of it. It's yeah.
1: crazy. Is, is, it, is that true? You actually have to use wells and shit? No. Oh. No,
3: um, come on. <laughs> no, we've bought water a couple of times and. Um,
0: three gallons, to be exact. Because We've we had, bought
3: three gallons of water and then we've refilled bottles.
0: Other yeah, places, so this whole trip. Jugs. That's pretty cool to think about, too. We drink a lot of seltzer water. I'm going to get a soda stream in the future reduce your waste Um, but yeah we've only bought three gallons of water and then we just keep filling our bottles up Mm -hmm. so not only are there a ton of toilets everywhere but there are water fountains everywhere and I purposefully put in two different filters in my RV so I have a a two canister filter that takes out sediment and chlorine and um, sulfur things like that it's RV water filter store Pretty straight up. But um it's like a one ppm filter and then a carbon filter. And then I have a filtered tap. That's this thing. So then if I turn this on, um this has a filter that filters out ninety nine point nine nine percent of all contaminants. So this is like super safe to drink. So I could
3: Wow. Yeah,
0: filter water from anywhere and then drink it. Theoretically
3: we could scoop it out of streams and rivers if we wanted to.
0: Yeah. Which is uh seems radical, right? Swing. Did you do it? We did it, it's hooked up. Yeah, we've done it, we've been doing it. So that's mm. why we haven't bought water because we don't need to. We have a water filter, which you still get like heavy metal tastes, I think. Yeah, you get bad tastes. Like that's- <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> <Heavy metal. laughs>
3: the water tastes bad, some of that does come through because it can't remove salts.
0: Oh, uh, uh, is that what it is? Yeah, but yeah, so. It's cool to think about that. So that was part of my original plan, was to to learn all these systems. And by building this RV out, from, we gutted it. We took it all the way down to the frame. We were standing on the ground, working on the frame. None of this was in here. And uh, we built it all the way back up from nothing. Like we bought all the materials and did it. So watching Brian do the wiring was literally magic. Electrical wizard, Like mm-hmm. He just put wires together and connected them to things. And that's under all this, but above the insulation, and then we put the water filter in, and that's just a simple system.
1: Is it underneath this chair here or mm-hmm. this? Uh... Yeah. Yeah. yeah the we water it. This it's is very there. comfortable, by the way.
0: Oh yeah, I think was, yeah, my mom made this. So this was an original. The hardware on the outside, like the metal. This actually, going to sit back for a second. Press sit up. This spins out.
1: Oh wow. And will
0: spin out into a bed. So that was the original like 85 design. Mm-hmm.
3: Fancy stuff, huh? Wow. But it
0: was really gross, so I asked my mom to reupholster it because she's super handy and she does all crazy projects like this and she ended up rebuilding it, so this is brand new foam that she bought. This
1: is very comfortable.
0: Yeah. 8-inch foam. So this is, I think, 5-inch foam, but in California, Nate's vans, he puts 8-inch foam, memory foam, in all of his vans, and we finally upgraded our sleeping situation. So, before we were sleeping on... A futon mattress with mm. an egg crate. Oh yeah. Yeah, pop up there. Yeah you can. <laughs>
2: um shoes off please. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs>